good morning, good morning, everybody. Jason here for another Wealth Coffee Chat. Hopefully everyone is awesome and well. Ah, what a wonderful day. Thursday, 24th of June. Uh, it's all uh, it's all happening. The coffee's warm and hopefully the sun's coming out. Hopefully you're all well wherever you are. Um, do the intros as everything's sort of warming up. People are jumping on the live. Uh, good morning to those who are returning, as always, the regulars. Uh, fabulous to have you guys uh, in the house. Christina, good to see you. All the way from YouTube, fantastic to have you in town. Mark, how are you? Great to have you here. Uh, there's a few of the regulars, Graham, Sean. Hey, Craig, how are you, brother? Ah, <laughs> oh, Mama Sharon, good to see you as well. Lewis, uh, a few people in the house this morning. Fantastic. Great, uh, great to see you guys this morning coming along. Uh, there's Jeff all the way in from uh, YouTube today. Hey, Kevin, all the way from Florida. Great to see you, mate. Thanks for dropping by. Uh, Glenn, Arctic, um, a few people coming in from YouTube these days, which is great. Uh, fantastic to have you guys on uh, today as well. So um, great to see all of you guys popping by. So uh, for those who don't know me, Jason Witten's my name. If you're new, um, say hello, give us a shout in the chat. Uh, been property investing over 20 years and uh, helping property investors. Uh, there's Mel from Newcastle. G'day, Mel. Um, and um, helping uh, um, oh, YouTube notified first today. And this is, oh, yeah, YouTube's a little bit better. Yeah, well, I reckon you're right, actually, gang. Facebook sometimes can be a bit dicky, can't it? Um, but good to see you guys. Um, today, I wanted to talk about commercial property. I get this question all the time, and certainly it's an interesting topic. Um, yeah, maybe Facebook Live not happening today. Well, let me see. That is, uh, that's interesting, isn't it? Well, it looks like it's on, but maybe uh, there's some, some other things happening uh, in the world of technology. <laughs> But, uh, but great, you guys can be here anyway. So, um, yeah, there we go. All right. Well, listen, uh, let's have a bit of a chat about the idea of um, commercial property. I get it quite often where it's like, well, hey, listen, um, you know, I've heard, for, uh, I've heard commercial property's got a better rental return. And, um, you know, can, uh, should I invest in commercial property, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, the answer is, well, Maybe, but probably not uh, as far as I'm concerned when it comes to the world of um, uh, investing in your portfolio because uh, that it has some restrictions, some challenges for us as property investors. And, uh, you know, let's have a bit of a look at what they might, um, they might be as we roll along uh, in, our, um, in our portfolio. So let's sort of dive in here and have a bit of a look. So... You know, uh, what, what are the things that I get asked about all the, all the questions? So there's these questions, all right? You know, um, uh, I can get a better cash flow when it comes to um, commercial real estate, commercial real estate, uh, double M. Uh, I can get more cash flow out of my commercial real estate. I think the A is around the other way and the I. Um, so, you know, isn't that better? Isn't that a, a bit more tick in the box, um, you know? I can get you know longer leases. 
Okay, uh, leases. Um, isn't that a, a bit of a tick in the box? You know, that, isn't that better for my money? Isn't that better for me as a property investor? Um, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, and and so on. There, you know, might be me be some you know uh, idea that the tenants uh, tenants pay all the outgoings outgoings. Okay, so instead of you paying for the rates and the water and the insurance and stuff like that, well, the tenant pays uh, when it comes to commercial real estate. That's not a bad move. That's not a bad gig. Uh, uh, when you think about it, you go, wow, okay. You know, that, that could be pretty handy for me. I, I'd be up for that um, uh, and so on. So probably those are the three things that I hear often when it comes to, uh, when it comes to commercial real estate, um, better cash flow, better cash flow. Uh, longer leases and the tenants pay all the outgoings. You know, isn't that isn't that isn't that good? So, you know, the answer is yes, that is good. Um, but the challenge for us uh, when when it comes to commercial real estate, gang, and um, you know, give us a shout out in the chat if um, um, uh, uh, if you got uh, if you got any uh, questions. But you know, the challenge for us is you know, um, as investors, is can we afford to invest in commercial real estate? Um, because there's some um, there's some cons, there's some downsides to this in comparison. So let's have a bit of a look at, let's say, commercial, com real estate, and then residential real estate in in comparison uh, as we go along. So number one, um, let's have a look at the loan to value ratios. Okay, the LVRs. Okay, loan to value ratios. Now commercial real estate um, for uh, under a million, so less than a million, less than one mil you can get up to 80% lending. And that's mostly on small things. It's mostly on uh, potentially owner-occupier things if you're, a, if you're a business, small business, um, as you go along. So 80% lending, that's not too bad. Um, however, loan-to-value ratio on residential, for most of us investment investors, we're getting 90% lending. So, so technically, gang, what does that mean when it comes to you know your investing world? So if you had a hundred k here in your commercial world, you could buy a five hundred thousand dollar property. Uh, if you had a hundred k here, technically you could buy a million dollars worth of property. Okay, so the difference, the significance difference when it comes to using your capital is is double, double. Okay, now the thing is this. Um, which we'll look at it, look at it in a second. So, all right, well, loan to value ratio. All right, rents. Okay, let's have a look at the rents. Um, all right, well, commercial property you can get, you know, um, between sort of five um, and sort of eight percent. Okay, um, so you know, at the end of the day, that's fantastic, um, and um, you know, especially at this end of town here, uh, we've got um, we've got some things that um, you know. That might be fantastic, okay? But the challenge will be is when we're looking at our um, our ability for borrowing, our our leverage, um, then that yield might be uh, might not be as good when it comes to the total return. Uh, when you have a bit of a look at it, um, so rents five to eight uh, percent over here in the residential world, uh, you know we're getting four to five percent. That's what we're getting, okay? Uh, when it comes to your rental return, okay? But the, the upside here, gang, which is what we like, is we've got more property, we've got more dollars for our property in the residential world. Um, and technically, uh, what we do is um, 
uh, is we are still receiving, if we're looking at 5% on a million, then we're still receiving a good amount of actual rent, okay? That's, um, you know, that's our, um, you know, that's $50,000 of income in comparison to, you know, 5 to 8% uh, over on five hundred thousand dollars, which is which is um, you know not as much gross dollars or uh, dollars in your return, right? So um, rents they're pretty good in the commercial world, but still uh, not groundbreaking enough as far as I'm concerned when it comes to the lack of uh, uh, lending. Okay, when it comes to that, mostly uh, the lending loan to value ratios are sixty to seventy percent, gang. Um, especially if you go over a million dollars worth of real estate. So that'll hold you back pretty significantly. The big one for me is the vacancy, vacancy rates um, in commercial real estate. Um, I'm, just looking at, um, uh, I'm just looking at a couple of stats here right now, and this was January 2019, um, but uh, um, I haven't updated it yet. But vacancy rate, in some of the commercial real estate uh, around the country. In Perth, it was 18%, 18% vacancy rate. Um, you know, we had, um, you know, it can get down as low as 5% vacancy rate up to 18% vacancy rate across the country. So the vacancy rate um, can be significant, which means uh, your property could be like vacant for longer. You've got less tenants and what happens is, depending on what type of property you purchase it in commercial world, you try and specialize that property because you want to attract the tenant, but that property then, um, if they left or their business went broke or they couldn't afford um, to pay the rent, then you know, you're, in a, you're in a whole world of hurt. Vacancy rate around the world, or not around the world, around Australia, um, uh, vacancy rate in the residential space um, is quite low. You know, on average, a balanced market is a 3% vacancy rate around the country. Um, at the moment, across Australia, many, many, many places. Um, uh, I've, I'm drawn under my photo there, so I'll, um, I'll move that over. Um, many, many, many places around the country are way lower than 3%, even around the 2 and the 1%, um, 2 and the 1% vacancy rate, which is extremely low. The property is getting re-rented immediately. Um, you know, and and um, you know, a, a, a five to four percent vacancy rate uh, in residential real estate is very rare, um, uh, and mostly in CBD locations, which is like where there's thousands of apartments. And don't buy in CBD locations. I've talked to you guys about this before. Vacancy rate um, uh, as we go, and then you know, fourth, the one that um, you know is uh, you know a real sort of kicker at the back end is the cost um, to uh, fit out um, or um, uh, cost to fit out or cost to uh, renovate when it comes to the commercial properties. That can be pretty significant, gang. You know, um, you know you've got to bring your property up to speed and, um, you know, it's, uh, you know, new workshop floors, new, new whatever it might be. Now, you can sort of sort that out with your leases, but um, at the end of the day, it's not as confusing over here, you know, uh, to renovate, you know, five to $10,000 to freshen up your property, maybe between twenty dollars and $40,000 um, to, you know, fully renovate your, your apartment or something like that when it comes to, you know, some kitchens and 
uh, bits and pieces like that. Uh, so anyway, listen, I just wanted to sort of reach out today and chat to you guys about the world of commercial versus residential. Really, at the end of the day, as far as I'm concerned, when it comes to most people that I coach in the residential or building their property portfolio, uh, commercial property for me is a no-go zone, okay? The risk is too high. Um, It consumes too much capital when it comes to uh, your portfolio. You can buy one commercial property where you can buy two residential properties. Um, And it's much easier, much more predictable, much less volatile when it comes to owning real estate in the residential space, okay? And for me, I wouldn't sacrifice that um, that certainty of income when it comes to the residential world. The you know the the rents are paid more often, much more consistently in comparison to commercial properties. Uh, and for many of us, um, you know that risk we can't afford that risk. We don't have lots of um, backup buffer cash flow. We can't afford a property be, to be vacant for three, six months, twelve months, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So anyway, again, I thought I'd just touch base on that one today. Um, hopefully, that makes uh, makes some sense. Uh, I've had that question a few time, uh, a few times, and uh, I thought I'd sort of touch base on it. Yeah, and you know, Bali sort of said, you know, COVID, you know, um, you know, pretty hardcore when it came to the world of uh, commercial real estate. You know, people just went out of business, and you can't you can't go, you know, and there wasn't anyone else who wanted to go in there, and et cetera, et cetera. So there were some really interesting times. Um, you know, uh, when that when that sort of stuff happens, um, uh, one of the one of the things that are, I think that does benefit investors and more owner occupiers when it comes to small small to medium businesses is to own your own piece of commercial real estate. Like I'm a big fan of that. So any sort of self employed um, businesses here on this uh, on the live this morning, uh, I've been asked. Uh, I'll do a few. Um, I'll do a few sections on uh, self-employed and maybe building some value and some some wealth in that way. Oh, Darren, all the way from uh, Darwin, mate. Good to see you. Hope you guys are awesome. Um, uh, thanks for dropping by and um, stay out of trouble up there, mate. Um, and Hardik sort of said, how, how does equity work with commercial real estate? Yeah, look, I mean, Hardik, you know, you can use you can use equity to go again and again um, when it comes to commercial real estate. The lenders, um, the lenders consider commercial real estate and commercial loans far more, um, far more risky. And um, you know, one of the things that we didn't talk about um, is the is the lending. So um, we talked about um, the rents, but we didn't really talk about the interest rates um, uh, there on my little page. But the interest rates can be higher; they're four or five percent. Um, and um, uh, what the loans, the loans are actually deemed um, uh, commercial commercial loans, obviously, but they fall outside of the protection mechanisms when it comes to consumer protection um, uh, when, as borrowing. So you as a, uh, an investor, when you borrow regular mortgage money on a house, you are protected by some consumer law um, that basically says the banks can't call your loan in. Okay, even if the value of your property drops, you bought you bought a house somewhere. Let's say bought a house in Sydney for eight hundred, and the value dropped to seven hundred. You know, um, temporarily, and it does. Like I've seen it before. You know, we own, we've owned um, 
properties in Sydney and, you know, we bought it for X and then it went down and then it went up. It happens everywhere. So, um, but what can happen, um, residential, the bank can't call in your loan. Residential, it doesn't happen if you, unless you stop paying. But, you know, as long as you're paying your loan, they can't call your loan in. With commercial lending, if you don't pay your loan, if you don't pay the loan, um, they will call the loan in. Uh, I'm not pay the loan. Um, if the loan value goes down and they uh, re-look at the loan every one year or two years or three years, they can call your loan in, okay, even if you're paying the loan. It's irrelevant if you can afford to pay. They'll say, all right, well, now the loan to value ratio, the value of the property is worth 700. Now we think it's worth 600. You've got to put another $100,000 in. Thanks, everyone. Um, you have to put it in right now. And then um, I've seen disaster after disaster after disaster when it comes to that with small businesses securing their own home across their commercial property and their loans being called in. It's a it's an absolute mongrel thing that the lenders do. Um, and again, that's another reason I don't want, I don't like the idea of regular investors buying commercial property because the, the gloves are off, gang. There is zero protection mechanisms to you. It's another level up. Um, if you ever do want to get exposure to, you know, the world of commercial um, and higher yields, then um, there's other ways to do that through the stock market um, and investing in some vehicles called REITs, real estate investment trusts, which you can get some good exposure in. Um, um, and I've done that with my super fund and stuff like that. So um, anyway, gang, I'm uh, rabbiting on now, uh, but thought I'd just drop by. It's a big no from me. <laughs> it's a big hell no from me when it comes to commercial property investing for you in your res in your portfolio. But it's a absolutely it's a big yes if you are a small to medium business owner occupier and you need to create some wealth in another way. Um, I'll touch base on that um, uh, in the coming in the coming uh, lives. Anyway, that's it done and dusted live over and over and done with. Uh, thanks for dropping by, you guys. Uh, good to see you guys using YouTube as well. Um, sounds like it might be uh, might be something that works a little bit better also. Uh, anyway, just dribbling on now. <laughs> I'm done. Hopefully you're good. And uh, take care and see you guys tomorrow around about the same time, 8 o'clock, for another Wealth Coffee Chat. Hey, hey, thanks, Sharon. All right, take care, gang, and bye for now.